Hey, this is Sharan Srivatsav. Welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the $3 million skills. These are the three skills are more like a diagnostic that I use whenever I hire somebody, whenever I uh, want to invest in somebody, when I want to partner with somebody. And I want to know where they are in these three skills. Are they even coachable on these skills? And how much room is left for their delta? Can I actually help them level them up? Because if they can do this and they can do it better, I would have changed their life forever and changed my business forever as well. These three skills are fundamental to the growth of any business and any team. And the most important thing is their skills. That means they can be learned, they can be influenced, and they can be mastered. I break down step-by-step step what they are and how to learn and make get mastery at them, all starting right now. One thing is for certain. Just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this. Where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to. How to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. Whenever I'm hiring somebody, training somebody, or even investing in somebody, I look for these three skills. Now, I say skills as a very specific uh, word because I believe that the three million dollar skills that I'm going to share with you can be learned, even though you don't feel like they can. And I believe when you can have one out of these three skills, you can have a mediocre life. When you can have two out of these skills, you can have a great life. When you have all three out of these skills, you can have a bonanza of life. And since they are skills, they can be learned. And when you can learn them, that means you can acquire all of these skills. And I want to give you each of the three million dollar skills. Not just, I'm going to tell you what they are, but I'm going to tell you how to learn them and how you can teach them and how you can install them, not just in yourself, but in your teams, in your families, in your children. Because when you can do this at scale, you get to change not just your financial future, but you get to change the world forever. So let me kind of give you these $3 million skills. Now, before I tell you what they are, you're like, come on, Sean, tell me. But before I tell you what they are, I want to tell you that I use these three skills as a filter, as a diagnostic, whenever I'm looking to hire someone, whenever I'm looking to work with someone, when I'm, whenever I'm looking to partner with someone, when I'm, whenever we're looking to invest in somebody, I'm looking for these three skills. These three skills to me are deep indicators, diagnostic indicators of how well someone is going to do and how well someone can improve. In, in fact, if somebody to me does not have almost any of these three skills, I consider them untapped potential. I can, I know that with a little bit of time, a little bit of love, a little bit of care, a little bit of training, I know I can blow their success out of the water. So let me give you the three skills and let me tell you how to operationalize these skills in your life and in your business. All right. So here are the three skills. Number one, care. Number two, charisma. And number three, capability. And you're like, Sharon, how can you teach care? And how can you teach charisma? I guess you can teach capability. And I'm going to show you exactly how. So let's actually jump into the first one, which is care. So I'll make this very personal. I prefer to hire and invest in and work with and be around kind people. The slick salesperson, the aggressive entrepreneur is cool. And I respect that. But And they will make a lot of money. But it's personally not my jam. I've realized over the years that sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, that person's a bulldog and you want to have this bulldog on your team because as long as they're not selling to me and they're selling for me, it's okay. 
we all have a-holes in our lives. And as long as they're working for us, we don't, or they're in our corner, we don't mind them. But I will tell you their energy, how they do the work, how they rip people down, it's just not my jam. And I've realized as I'm getting older that I like being around kind people. My wife always says, kind people are my kind of people. And anyone else that's not, it's just personally not my jam. It doesn't matter what the financial opportunity is, it doesn't matter how lucrative it is, the life is not too short. Life is too long for me to deal with a-holes. I just don't want to do it. But because I've seen this time and time again, I've seen slick people, slick salespeople, aggressive people sell stuff and grow stuff pretty fast. But people who care go the extra mile and they change lives. That's the big difference. A lot of the slick salespeople, aggressive people can do some stuff up front with their forced kind of like sales nature. But people who care go the extra mile and can change lives. Not because they care per se, but because their care allows the client to feel safe. Because of that, it allows them to let them into their world more. And because of that, their guard gets dropped. And because of that, there's more room for vulnerability. So the question is, how do you actually build this kindness muscle? Or, do you, or how do you develop it as a skill? And the answer is easy. You be around kind people. That's it. No one can come to you and say, Sharon, today I'm going to teach you like one, a lesson on kindness. Like no one can do that. That is impossible to do. You think about it the same way as how would you teach your children kindness? You show kindness and they see it and they model it. Kindness is a skill that can be learned only by modeling. Kindness is a skill that can be learned only when it's done to you. Kindness is not something that you can read in a book and say, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm going to do it. Kindness is actually an emotional manifestation of your state, of your nature. So if you see kindness being done to you or, and kindness being done around you, then you will automatically become more kind. And that's why this is amazing. When you spend time with kind people, you will realize that uh, you will realize this, this, this. You'll be amazed at how the group installs the skill in you, the power of true abundance, not having a scorecard mentality. I got, I'll tell you this thing that bothers me the most is this idea of a scorecard mentality, which is when, let's let's say you uh, reach out to me and they're like, hey, Sharon, can you help me with something? And I say, cool, of course. And then I help you with that thing. And after I'm done helping you with that thing, you say, thank you so much for your help, Sharon. What can I do for you? Like that, most people, like I actually made a Facebook poll on this and a lot of people accept it. There's many people in that group who are like, no, I disagree with you. And I like, I, let me tell you what I did. The people that said to me that they disagree with me on that, I unfriended them. Not because I don't like them, but because they're just not my jam. Because I don't want a scorecard-based relationship with somebody. I don't want to hang out with somebody that is like, oh, I gave Sharon three referrals. Why didn't he give me three back? I helped Sharon two times. Why didn't he give me two back? Oh, Sharon helped me once. Ah, oh, crap. I feel like I owe him. I got to ask him and do something to make this right. The scorecard mentality is really bad. The power of abundance, not abundance, not having a scorecard mentality and like saying what I can do for you when someone has just helped you is really terrible. And so I'm not sure you can change the nature of how someone is wired, but they have, if there's a decent baseline, which is what you have, then kindness alone will win you more business and more success than anything else. I will tell you right now, there is no substitute for the skill of kindness, but the skill of kindness is an emotional response. It is, uh, it is a function of who you are. It is not a mask that you put on. And the fastest way to learn the skill of kindness is to have kindness done to you. And the way to have kindness done to you is to find your place around a group of people that are kind. I will pay to be around kind people because I know that it elevates my emotional awareness so much. And that is how I learn the skill of kindness. So if you have a chance of making a lot of money or working with a bunch of kind people, 
I would highly consider which one or the other. And I will highly consider like at least spending a little bit of time, if you can, with the kind group. Because kindness is a skill that can only be learned when it's done to you because it generates this emotional rewiring of who you are that can change your world forever. So that's number one, the skill of kindness. Let's talk about number two, which is the skill of charisma. People misunderstand charisma. To me, the most extroverted person can be charismatic. And also the most introverted person can be charismatic. I've learned to believe that charisma comes when you are working in your zone of genius and doing something that you absolutely care about and are passionate about. For example, I love dogs. I love dog training. I've been around dogs and training dogs all my life. And I'm actually better with dogs than I am with humans. When I talk about dogs, I am unstoppable. My charisma is an all-time high because I have this energy of pure alignment with what I love and what I know and what I care about and what I want to share and what I want to talk about and what I want to impact and what I want to influence when I'm, with, when I'm in that material. But how do you train charisma as a skill? It's really simple. You have to find that thing that you love and do more of that thing, right? I'll say that again. You have to find the thing that you love and do more of that thing. But I'll give you the opposite way of thinking about it. My favorite way to bring out charisma in people is to ask them to make a list of what they don't want, not what they want. Most people in life are like, you say, oh, um, if, you can, if, you, if you can find a way to work uh, in your passion, you will never work another day in your life. There cannot be, like, that's cannot be farther from the truth. Like, you, you, not because, well, that is true. I don't mean in a negative way. That is true. But the average person is, the number of, the problem that we have is our skill and opportunity. The problem that we have is all our choices that we have. And to l eliminate the choices for us to say, oh, I want to focus on that one thing or I want that thing. When, pe when people say, well, what do you want? Well, it's very hard to say what you want because what you want is laced with judgment. What you want is laced with rationale. So I can say, well, I want a, I want a private jet. I want a Lamborghini. I want a yacht. But most people will never say that. You know what they will say? Hey, I want a private jet because I want to have time freedom and I don't want to fly, you know, commercial anymore and it'll save me time. I want a huge vacation house because it'll allow me to take care of my family and be more present with my family, etc. You see what's happened there. People will say, I want something and they'll use the word because to rationalize that want, to create judgment around that want. But the most important thing is when you can say, I want something without saying because, that's when you truly want it. I would love for you to say, I want a million dollars. No, because I want a private jet. No, because I want to be financially free. No, because you know why? Because wanting what you want is the purest form of desire of wanting the day you can actually want what you want without rationale is the day you win. But most of us society has taught us that we have to rationalize what we want. But here's the hack around it. The hack around it is you don't have to rationalize what you don't want. You can say, I don't like strawberry. You can say, I don't like peaches. You can say, I don't like pizza. You can say, I don't like milk. You can say, I don't like orange juice. You can say, I don't like a mimosa. You can say, I don't like hanging out with that person. But no one will, you don't have to justify what you, why you don't want something or why you don't like something. That's super powerful, right? Like when my daughter says, dad, I don't want strawberry for ice cream. I don't ask her like, why don't you like strawberry ice cream? I don't like that. She doesn't have to justify that to me. But when I ask her why she wants to do something, then I'm forcing the want, right? So the way you, you know, build the skill of charisma is that you can have a life of, if you can just have a life of not doing what you don't want, you win. So it's super easy. If you can just sit down right now, I'm going to challenge you. 
if you could sit down right now and make a list of 10 things that you absolutely hate and you don't want to do. Now, all you had to do as a skill was to systematically avoid that and you win and your charisma will soar through the roof because you're spending all your time not doing things that you don't want to do. I just want to separate you from that. I want you to give you the gift of saying anytime you're faced with this choice, instead of talking about what you don't want, like I'll tell you, I, I don't know if your family has this or not, but maybe it's the, where we are in our lives and our crazy schedules and our crazy sports schedules with our kids and you know the two adults in the family managing all of this. When we try to go to dinner, no one can decide what we want, right? And so instead, what now we, we say, hey, where do you want to go to dinner is not the answer. Where do you not want to go to dinner? That's the answer. And so my wife will say, well, hey, I really don't want time. I, my, you know, my, both my children say, I really don't want any Mexican. I'll be like, awesome. How about a burger? Now it's so much easier. They're like, no, cool. No problem. So now they're instead of forced to say what they want and be shot down, they say what they don't want because now everybody knows that nobody's going to make anybody do what they don't want to do. That's the challenge. Another great way to manufacture charisma is to be on a team that respects you for exactly what you do. The way you know that you are safe, the way that you know that you're protected, the way that you know you're uplifted, and the way that you know that you're doing your thing. It's like your role on a Navy SEAL team, right? You're like, hey, my job is to breach this door, and their job is to shoot the bad guys. It's very clear. There's no ego in the job being done. The, the goal is only to get to do what you do best. Charisma is a skill, meaning you can influence it, meaning you can train it, meaning you can coach it, meaning you can make it come out more. And the way to do that is to do more of what you want. And the way to do more of what you want is to not do what you don't want. And the way to not do what you don't want is to make a list of what you don't want and be so brutally honest with yourself. If the next time you were with me and I could and I could say, hey, pull out your phone and show me what I don't want list. I'm not going to read it, but at least I know you have it. Now it's super, super powerful. When I go through something and I hate it, I'm having a bad day and I don't want to ever feel like that again. I have a what I don't want list. I, I write down my list. I don't want to ever feel this way again. And so I know the things that I don't want to do. And that allows the charisma to come back the next time because charisma is a skill and you can influence it. But here's the last part. Number three, the third million dollar skill is capability. What is capability? Capability is skill. Most people think that they can get by with care and charisma. Hey, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're nice and you do what you love, it doesn't mean you have material success. I know people who care and have charisma that are broke salespeople because they have no skill. I know people who are ripped personal trainers who are broke. They have care and charisma, but no material success. But all money earned ethically is a byproduct of value creation, right? We know that. Meaning, if I have to earn money ethically, it's a byproduct of value creation. And what is value creation? Value creation is you have something that you trade with the marketplace. You have a skill that you trade with the marketplace. You are an ER doctor. You trade that skill with the marketplace. The marketplace pays it. You are a pediatric neurosurgeon. There's only 36 of them in the world. You trade that skill with the marketplace and the marketplace pays it. Well, you are a stonemason. Great, you trade that skill with the marketplace and the marketplace pays it. You're a general contractor. Well, there's 400 of them. You trade that skill with the marketplace and the marketplace. You're a real estate agent. Well, they trade that skill with the marketplace and the marketplace pays it. But if you're really good, then you get paid more. You get paid well. You get paid easier. The question is, what skill do you have? Being good with people is not a skill. Like I actually have seen salespeople say, oh, I'm really good with people. I'm a people person. I'm like, that's not a skill. That's just your aptitude. You're extroverted. Being extroverted is not a skill. That's not going to get you anything. I always ask myself this question. If I, if I was a pilot, what would I need to know to fly this plane? I would need skill. I would need training. I would need a checklist. I would need to know the things that I know that no one can take away from me. Okay, so if I were to learn how to sell coaching or how to sell real estate or how to sell insurance, what training have I done to learn how to sell? 
I just show up, watch a couple of people, watch a couple of videos from a coach, and then try to go sell uh, what is the, the one of the largest purchases of people's lives? No, you can't do that. The way we need to learn a skill is to think about it as put everything in the perspective of if I were a pilot, because a lot of people are depending on you, right? If I were a pilot, what would I do? Great. If learning to sell real estate was like learning to fly a plane, what would I need to learn? I would need to learn the basics. I would need to memorize the basics. I would need to have the right language patterns. I would need to know what to talk to the, the tower about. I would need to know all my math. I would need, I would need to know all of these things. But why do you see a dramatic, uh, just, you know, kind of um, disassociation of skill in commoditized services? Because most people don't take their skills seriously. A lot of people say, oh, um, I wish I, I want to I want to learn marketing. I want to learn copywriting. What did I learn? Take that skill and say, if I were, if, if this was like flying a plane, how would I learn this? You'd be so meticulous. You'd be so thoughtful and you would really build great capability. I have, I have a lot of people that will tell me things like, oh, um, I have a great marketing eye. I have no idea what the heck that even means. It's not a skill. You like things that look nice. I actually had, you know, many, many years ago, I had a business partner who claimed he was a really, he was a marketing genius. He sucked. He was terrible. And let me tell you what he was good at. He was good at telling you if something looked good or not. Heck, I could have done that. Marketing is not about pretty people and pretty pictures. You and I and anybody off the street can tell you if something looks good or something looks shoddy. We can do that. But marketing is a skill. It's about influence. It's about getting someone to do something with that message. Do you have that skill to create that strategy or that message? That's what that skill is. And now if learning marketing was like flying a plane, do you know the basics? Do you know the four P's of marketing? Do you know what, uh, what are the components of a landing page? Do you know how to actually connect the systems to make something work? Do you know what the core offer is? Do you know what the downsell is? Do you know what the influence behind it is? Do you know how to actually write the scripting and the message to actually sell that? I find a lot of real estate agents want to talk to clients on the phone, for example, because it makes them feel like it's a more serious conversation. But the problem is most real estate agents, for example, have not acquired the skill to talk on the phone. They've never role-played it. They've never, they've never written down their scripts or their talk tracks down to logically approach it. I always say the script is not for you, it's for the client. Nobody questions whether a mortgage broker or a real estate agent knows their job. They just, I just question whether you understand how to convey that to the other, other person. And so most salespeople will say, oh, I don't, I don't want a script. I don't want you to, I don't want you to uh, block and put guardrails around my personality to be authentic. No one wants you to be inauthentic. That's idiotic. What people really want is the script is for the client. We know that you know how to do it. We, but we don't have the confidence that you know how to tell other people that how to do it. That's why pilots have a manual, right? It's not that they know how to fly a plane. The, uh, the current pilot who's flown tens of thousands of hours sits in the cockpit and opens a manual and goes through the flight checklist log every single time. Why? Because it's a skill. So how do you get better at your skills? Simple. Number one, you learn it from someone who has done it. And number two, you practice until you can't get it wrong. That's it. Most people will not do the work, but this is what it is. You learn it from someone who has done it and then you practice until you can't get it wrong. I, I see the big, the big issue that I see is that most people in most industries are learning things from gurus and uh, social media influencers who have never actually done it, right? And because they've never actually done it, when you learn from them, they have what I call no accountability skill, meaning some random guru can tell you how to talk to a client who's never talked to a client before. And because they do that and you utilize that and it doesn't work, you're like, oh crap, this didn't work. And now the next they come up with something else and tell you more coaching. That's the problem. So for me, skill acquisition 
is super powerful because you learn from someone who has done it and you practice it until you can't get it wrong. Practice it until you can't get it wrong. Skill acquisition is your fastest way to level up your income. There's nothing faster. You get a better skill, you get make more income. You learn to write copy, you make more income as a copywriter. You learn to speak, you make more money as a speaker. You learn to coach, you learn, you make money as a coach. You learn to sell, you get you sell more services. You learn to market, you get more you you get more people into your funnel, and therefore it's easier to sell them. They are all skills. They can be learned, and you just have to ask yourself, who's going to teach me this? And I committed to practice. Am I committed to practicing it until I can't get it wrong? So those are the three million dollar skills. Number one, care, which you can learn. And the only way you can learn to by care is to be around kind people. Number two is charisma. The only way you can learn charisma is to only do the things that you love. And the way you do things that you love is to figure out the things that you don't love and stop doing those. The third capability, the way to learn very specific capabilities is very two very simple ways. Number one, find who can teach it to you. And number two, learn from someone who has done it, I mean. And then number two, practice it until you can't get it wrong. So it's care, charisma, and skill. Next time you're interviewing somebody, like ask them those questions. Think about like ask them, hey, on, a, on a scale of one to 10 on care, where does she land? On a scale of one to 10 on charisma, where does he land? On a scale of one to 10 on capability for this job, where does she land? All right, so now you can get to see where they are and know whether you can actually level them up because if you level them up, you have a rock star on your team, which is unbeatable. By the way, I don't know if this stuff is helpful to you or not. And uh, because there's no like response mechanism on a podcast, so what I'd love for you to do is if you liked this, the $3 million skills, I'd love for you to just screenshot this episode right now, take a picture wherever you're listening to it or screenshot it on your phone. And can you just share it on social media and just tag me saying, hey, that was good. I liked that episode because then it'll allow me to make more like that for you in the future because I have no other way of doing that. So hopefully you enjoyed this one. And please remember, however you slice it, Greatness is a choice, and I'll catch you on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com. I'll see you there.